What's up, everyone? Welcome to He's Gonna Need Therapy. With you, as always, uh, this is Brandon and my co-host. This is it's Joey again. Yeah, Joey. How you doing? I'm good. Good. You have a sticker on your head. Yeah. Or is that trash? I don't know. Could it's, be trash or a sticker. It's a sticker from the microphone. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, so we're just sitting here. It is August fifteenth. It's Saturday afternoon. And it's been a little bit since we've been with you guys, so thanks for tuning back in. We really do appreciate it. As a refresher, if you're tuning in for the first time, this is a short-form podcast that my son and I do, and we get together and we talk about some movies. and uh, Good movies. Good cool movies. movies. Yeah, it's been good so far. Yeah. We'll get to some bad ones, I have no doubt. Really? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get some ones that you don't enjoy very much. So, yeah, so, and again, with the title of He's Gonna Need Therapy, just kind of a joke on that. I show him probably too many movies that are inappropriate for his age. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, this episode, we are gonna hit you with two different movies. At the end of our last episode, we mentioned that we were gonna be watching 2001 A Space Odyssey, but we have put that one on hold. So, the two movies we're talking about today. It's a long movie. Yeah, it is a long movie. We don't have time to watch it yet. No, it's hard. It's hard to watch that movie. So do you want to tell everyone what we're talking about? Yeah. Uh, we're talking about uh, 2020's Underwater mm-hmm. and 1997's I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. So and then on our next episode, we will pick up with 2001 A Space Odyssey and we're going to do The Crow starring Brandon Lee, which we have not watched yet and I'm excited for you to see that one. So we'll go ahead and jump right in. Uh, we're going to do I Know What You Did Last Summer first. And that will be spoiled because it is an older film. Obviously, it was 1997. Underwater, we're going to try and not spoil, but we are going to have some spoilers in there. So go ahead and listen to the first part of the episode. And if you need to and haven't seen Underwater, I recommend go ahead and skip that and then come back after you watch the movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. It was a good movie. Yeah. So what's been going on, Joey? Anything exciting? You start school again soon? Yeah, on the 27th. Okay. You excited? Yeah. Kind of? Because you're not going to be in a room with your friends. Yeah. And I also don't have very many classes with my friends. But I get to make new friends now. That's true. So that's good. That is. Yeah, that is good. Cool. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and do this. So let's pull up my notes here. So as mentioned, first up, we're talking about 1997's I Know What You Did Last Summer. And that is directed by Jim Gillespie and stars Jennifer Love Hewitt. Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ryan Philippe, and Freddie Prinze Jr., who were, in the late 90s, were the biggest actors, I mean, at least from that kind of teen genre. They were in pretty much everything. Everyone knew who they were. So this was a really, a pretty legit cast for the time. And there were some other good characters in there as well. Uh, You had a very young Johnny Galecki, so before Big Bang Theory, and uh, just... Oh, Oh, that guy. Yeah, a lot of other people kind of peppered in there. So... All right, so let's go ahead and do the plot for I Know What You Did Last Summer. So it starts off, uh, we see a, a guy, he's kind of like sat up on a cliff, he's drinking, and, and you thought it was blood, or he had blood on him or something like that. Yeah. And then kind of cut to, it's a, like a beauty pageant. Sarah Michelle Gellar's character is running for the beauty queen, and then you have up in the balcony, you have Ryan Philippe, who is her boyfriend, and then Freddie Prince Jr. and Jennifer Love Hewitt. So they're her friends, they're sporting. So she wins... And then they head uh, off to some party, and they're getting drunk and doing crazy stuff. And so then they start driving along the road, and the dude's hanging out of the sunroof. And then as they're driving on these canyon roads, they hit a guy. And, you know, they think they kill him. They stop. They're freaking out. 
about that time, uh, this guy named Max, played by Johnny Galecki, he's driving down the road, and he's like, hey, what's going on over there? And he sees the guy puking, and so they get him away, and they're like, oh, man, what are we going to do with this guy? Because we just killed a guy, and the one guy's like, well, we can't call the cops, because uh, we'll all go to jail, and I was drinking, and they'll never believe us, so they decide to just get rid of the body. It's just not a good idea. It's not, it's not a good idea, because even if you are, if you do something wrong, and the consequences are going to suck, you still did the wrong. Like, you still need to be the responsible person, right? So they load him up in the car, and they drive down to, like, the dock, and then they go to throw him in the water, but he's really alive. So then they, like, basically kill the guy, and then she, like, falls in. and The crown falls off. She's like, oh, no, my crown. Yeah. And then they dive back in and then grabs their leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, yeah, so they dump him in the water, and they're like, you can never say what happened last summer. Or this summer, or something. So skip to like a year later, and they're off at college. Uh, Julie looks really bad. She's like stringy hair. She's, you know, she's a pretty unhappy person. Maybe because they murdered someone. I guess murdering someone is uh, not good for you. Not good for your complexion or hair. Probably. Yeah, that's probably too. So, uh, you know, she's back home, and she's acting kind of weird, and, you know, just like that. And then she gets a note at home, a letter, and it says, I know what you did last summer. She's like, oh my god. So she goes to find Helen, uh, and that's Sarah Michelle Gellar's character. And she, instead of uh, going off to be a big model or something, she just works at the department store. That, In the uh, makeup department. Yeah, makeup or fragrances or something like that. Yep. It's just this tiny corner. Mm-hmm. Yep. So like, oh my gosh, uh, what are we going to do? So then they go to talk to Ryan Philippe. I think that's Barry. Barry's a weird name. I've only known one Barry in my life, but it's kind of a weird name. All names are weird. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But Barry is like a fruit also. It's like uh, <laughs> it's like you were talking about a fruit and you misspelled it. And you're like, hey, that's a good name. So Julie goes and she tracks down Helen and they suspect that it's Barry. So they go to Barry and talk to him and he gets all mad. And then they suspect that it's Max. And Max is the guy played by Johnny Golecki who's driving down the road. So they go and they confront him and then Barry like threatens him. And then uh, some more stuff happens, and then Julie's talking to Ray, so played by Freddie Prince Jr. So we're talking to him, and then a little bit later, Max gets killed uh, by a guy in a rain slicker with a hook. And who always holds the hook backwards, not like a candy man. Like, he also, like, like, it's facing the direction of his hand. Right, like the hook's the other, other way, Yeah. which is kind of weird, I think. I don't know. Maybe that's how fishermen do it. I'm not sure. I think you'd want to like be able to swipe. Yeah. Not like have to like uppercut. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand it either. So I don't know. But so Barry, uh, he then just, he finds that he has a note that says I know, um, and then he gets like attacked by somebody. The same same guy. Yeah. With a hook. Yes. Yes. Yep. And then so Julie starts researching, and then <laughs> they find out about some guy named David Egan. So they're like, oh, no, that's the guy that we ran over, and someone saw him. So they go and visit her sister, who's like this kind of, I don't know, kind of rednecky lady who lives out in the middle of nowhere. Um, and she was really sad about the death. And then they mentioned that there was some guy named Billy Blue who was a friend. So they're like, oh, my gosh, like, that's a, like this has got to be who the killer is. So, and then that night, uh, the killer sneaks into Helen's house and, like, cuts all of her hair yeah. and writes on the window in lipstick or on the mirror. The next day, Julie uh, is going to meet up with her homies, and then she opens the trunk of the car, 
I think this is where in the trunk of the car and there's all the crabs in there too. Yeah, and it's uh Max. Max yeah, yeah it's his body. Yeah, it was Max's body in the car. Where's his head? I don't remember. I thought he had his head. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. So she's like, Oh my god So she goes to get the rest of her homies and then when she goes back the body's gone, of course. And whoever did that, that's pretty impressive to like move a whole body and move that many crabs. Like that seems like a lot of work. Yeah. Like there would be some evidence left behind, but I don't know. So Barry thinks that it's Ray that did it. So they go track down Freddie Prince Jr. And then he's like, well, I got a letter too. And so the rest of it, and I feel like maybe we'll cut this one a little bit short because uh, there's just a lot of them trying to investigate. Mm-hmm. So there's some more investigation going on. And it was the, the pageant queen thing. Yep. So she's uh, she's riding on the uh, on the, the parade float and waving at people and like... For some reason, this is like the middle of summer or or fall or something, and there's like an alarming amount of people wearing rain slickers during the day in the heat. Yeah. Which doesn't seem like good summer uh, summer clothing. Yeah, so after that, there's the beauty pageant, and since she was the previous winner, she has to go and sit up on stage. And as that's happening, she looks up in the balcony, and she sees Barry get murdered. So she freaks out, and then she like starts trying to run to like get him, but they don't let her. Yeah, they, they just... <laughs> Which was weird, right? Like, she's like, oh my god, like, go save him. And everyone's, like, grabbing onto her and holding her, which I thought was weird. Why did they do that? I don't know. So, police officer goes up there and he doesn't see anything, including, like, a big pool of blood. Yeah, he doesn't really look either. No. He just, like, walks by and his flashlight is in one direction. He's like, I don't see anything here. Yep. So, she's like, he's like, all right, I'm going to take you home. So they're driving home, and then as they're going home, I think what there was, the guy with like the broken down car or something like that. Yeah. And so the cop gets out, and then it turns out it's the guy, and he murders the cop, and then she takes off, and she runs back to the store, and her sister is the worst. Mm-hmm. Because she's trying to get in the department store. <laughs> she's, she ran there, and she was screaming. She's clearly distraught, and her sister's like, wait a minute, I have to go get the key. Yeah, and she has to like be like, what, what? And she walks over, and she's like, let me go get the keys, and then like... <laughs> So they run, lock the door, but then they're like, oh, we have to lock the other door. But the other guy, the killer is clearly inside at that point and then murders the sister. So uh, then just some more investigation happens, you know, and researches, uh, you know, like, oh, my God, who's the killer? And then they kind of realize, like, it's the wrong person. Like they, they, this, was it Billy Blue? I think was his name. Mm -hmm. Was it Billy Blue? Let's see. Yeah, Billy Blue. He's fake. Yeah, so instead of it being, um, they ran over the wrong person. Well, they they ran over someone different, and the person didn't actually die. And I know I'm skipping a whole bunch of stuff here. Um, but then they realized, like, oh my gosh, the other person, and the fisherman, it's really Ben Willis. And so it begins, like, chasing, and he's, like, murdering and stabbing. And then uh, he gets killed. He gets, like, trapped in the rigging of the boat and goes overboard. There's one part when you meet him. Um, they thought that... What was his name? Uh, who? The fisherman? Billy Blue. Yeah. The guy who's pretending to Yes. Be. Yeah. Well, they thought he was it. He's like, no, it's not me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's a funny part where... Um, what was your friend's name? The one who's pretending to be Billy Blue. 
Well, it was Ben Willis, so that was the... No, the because the, the guy, one of their friends that had the boat, that was named Billy Blue. Yeah, the name of the boat was Billy Blue. And who owned that boat? Uh, Ray did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Ray's boat was named Billy Blue. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, when they were first meeting Ben, um, they thought that Ray was the killer because mm-hmm. his boat his boat was named Billy Blue. Yep. But uh, he wasn't, so he's trying to chase after them. Like, wait, I didn't do anything wrong. Let me explain. Uh, but then Ben comes up, and then he like fights Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he tells. The main character to hey get on my boat now, and I thought that was funny because there's no reason she needs to get on his boat. That's true. Yeah, I mean because I think if you think you're gonna get murdered or whatever, like where would you be like okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Okay. So yeah, so they the boat leaves and they're like oh my god yeah Ben Willis is the killer and there's lots of running around, um and then uh, Ray kind of like regains conscious like. Because he got knocked out earlier, and then he gets on a little boat to go get Julie, and he uses the rigging of the boat to um, knock Ben overboard. Bend? Did I say bend? No. Oh, okay. To knock Ben overboard. And so then the police come, and they're like, "Oh my! You know what happened?" They're like, "Oh, I don't know. Someone tried to kill us," and um, and that's pretty much the end. And then so fast forward like a year later, and Julie is in college now, and she's clearly her hair is not as stringy anymore. Like she's a happier person because they like solved the crime or something like that. And then uh, all of a sudden, as she's about to get in the shower, she sees I still know on the mirror, and then scream, and then the movie ends. Yeah. So that is our synopsis of the movie. That was a one felt a little strange. Felt it's hard to explain. I feel yeah. like that movie was harder to explain. There's than. a lot of weird inconsistencies yeah. and stuff with it. Yeah, so. that's true. So let's just jump in. Uh, Joe, what are your first impressions and what did you think of I Know What You Did Last Summer? Uh, so my first thoughts when I, after I watched the movie were it's pretty good, but there's a lot that doesn't really make sense, like what the characters did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think... In my opinion, it's not a, it's more like a fun movie, not like yeah. a, like a good movie, mm-hmm. like a good, good movie. Sure. But I still like it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the 90s were kind of a weird time for horror movies, especially like that era, like everything kind of felt the same. So nothing looked that great and like the stories weren't that great. Uh, but yeah, it's more just kind of a fun movie. Like, just because it was a really good cast, and, like, Jennifer Love Hewitt was totally, like, my crush back in the day, so... It was just kind of, like, it was a fun... It was a fun movie, but it's definitely not good. Yeah. Uh, but it's entertaining, I think. And, uh, I don't know if you noticed, Joe, that this... There are, like, three sequels, or two or two sequels to the movie, so... Um, and I know they've talked about bringing it back as a series, as well. So, like, now. Like, with James Wan, the guy who's conjuring, actually directing it, so... That'll be interesting. Um, so we'll see if that ever happens. But, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And maybe we could watch the other ones some, sometime, which are called I Still Know What You Did Last Summer, and then I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer. So, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We still have to watch a bad movie at some point. Yeah. What is a bad movie? What do you think of? 
We'll we'll get some. We'll get some. Okay. I promise. Don't worry. I promise we'll watch a movie you don't like. Okay. Okay. So that is our little uh, talk about I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. Uh, and we'll just go ahead and jump into our next one. And as mentioned at the top of the episode, the second movie we're talking about today is 2020's Underwater. And since this is a newer movie, we're gonna try. We're not gonna go full on spoiler, uh, but we might. Who knows what will happen as we're talking through? Probably it. will. Yeah, because we, we have a lot. We have good things to say about it. Yeah, and it has been out for six or seven months. So, if you have not seen it, we do recommend just go ahead and watch the movie, and then tune back in with us. Yeah. Uh, just because we don't want to spoil anything, because there are some things in here that, like they didn't reveal in the trailer, like Mm-mm. in the news about what it was. What kind of happens wasn't really revealed, so it's worth kind of going into it blind. So let's go ahead and go in three, two, one, underwater. So 2020's Underwater, directed by William Eubank, and stars Kristen Stewart, Vincent Cassell, Jessica Henwick, John Gallagher Jr., and T.J. Miller. And it would it follows a group of workers on a drilling facility at the bottom of the ocean. Okay, and let's tune to the Internet Movie Database for our synopsis. A crew of oceanic researchers working for a deep-sea drilling company try to get to safety after a mysterious earthquake devastates their deep-water research and drilling facility located at the bottom of the Mariana Trench. That's a scary place. That is scary. I don't want to go there. No, I wouldn't either. We've talked about before, like, humans know more about outer space than we do about the ocean. And when you think about something that's like 30,000 feet deep, that's pretty That's pretty scary. So that is the set of the film. Obviously, they didn't make it 30,000 feet under the ocean because there wouldn't be a real way to do that. So you got to kind of suspend disbelief a little bit. But it is, it's a well-made movie, uh, good effects. And so, yeah, check it out. So here's our plot. So it starts off kind of right at the beginning with Nora played by Kristen Stewart and she's in the bathroom like brushing her teeth and she finds a little spider in the sink and then all of a sudden everything hits the fan right away like this movie doesn't waste any time we don't get to know anybody like it just immediately starts so she starts seeing water some some water dripping out of the ceiling and then boom water like explodes in so she's running she's trying to wake people up and she makes it into this little area and she sees some people running and her and this other guy like oh we have to close the bulkhead or the whole thing's gonna you know be explode she's like no we have to wait for these people yep so they see these people running and then they have to end up closing it because otherwise it would have like destroyed everything so they close it off and uh so they're they're like all right we got to find our way out of here we got to find our, our way up so they start crawling through all this rubble and then they find uh, tj miller's character just kind of like buried under some rubble with his uh, stuffed bunny. That isn't always stuffed. That is not always stuffed. Yeah, it was a real bunny. When you watch some of the deleted scenes, like they actually used a real bunny as well. So. I think they used that in the movie. Did they? Yeah. I don't remember. I think so, because I remember seeing it, like its ears twitch or something. No, I don't. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember that. So they start, they're kind of crawling around, and then they find the captain, and he's kind of trapped in this own little area. So then they reunite. And they realize, like, all right, we got to get out of here, like, um, but there's no escape pods for us to go in. So what we're going to have to do is walk across the bottom of the ocean. 
And then go to this other place where there's escape pods. Yep, so get to another one of the drilling, like the rigs. So uh, so what at this point, it's you have Nora, you have uh, this other guy who, uh, again, we're, we're going to do some spoilers. He, he's going to blow up in a few minutes anyways. Yeah. So he's kind of talk about the movie's over. And then you have another guy, and then you have T.J. Miller, and then you have the intern who is the girlfriend of one of the guys in the movie. So they're like, all right. So we have to go to this other base, and we're going to put on these pressurized suits and walk one mile across the ocean floor to walk over to the Roebuck to find escape vessels from the Roebuck. So they start going down in a freight elevator, and that's when that guy, Rodrigo, like his his helmet starts cracking and he implodes, pretty yeah. much, which was pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean, not sweet cool. for him, but it was pretty. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. So um, they're going down, and then they start seeing, like, a distress signal. So the two guys walk out, and then they find, like, a corpse in there, and then that's the first time you get a glimpse of a creature. So they're like, you know, the whole time they're kind of thinking, is this an earthquake or something like that? But they see this kind of very alien-like creature. So they bring that inside, and they it, start checking it, it out. It attacks T.J. Miller. Yeah, it, yeah, like, attacks them. So they're like, oh, man, all right, this is, like, an undiscovered thing. Like, no one's ever seen this before. So they make it all the way down to the seafloor, um, and but the thing like can't go all the way, so they kind of have to jump down a little bit, and then they're they're like walking along, and uh, you start seeing. At this point, you're like seeing some stuff. Yeah, but that, you you can't really tell what it is yet. Yeah, like there's noise on top of their little elevator they're taking down, and you kind of see stuff slither by, and um, so they're like, oh man, all right, we got hurry. So they go to this door, and then they start riding on this little car inside of this drilling thing. To ride from one station to the next, and uh, so there's this part, and then they have to like swim under the water, and then T.J. Miller gets like he he gets blown up, because yeah. he like starts getting pulled away, and then he kind of implodes himself. So they're like, oh man, all right. But they saved the stuffed rabbit. Yeah, they he, still have it. Yeah, they do still have the stuffed rabbit. So they're kind of cruising along, and then um, you know this one guy, um, the one guy, what was his name? Um, Let's see. Jerry. No, Smith. So his oxygen thing gets messed up. So um, he's he's kind of like sick at this point. Uh, well, they're almost there too. Yeah, because yeah, he like had to breathe in some like some other stuff. So like, all right, well we gotta we gotta walk again outside. We gotta go back outside. So they're walking along, trying to get to the other place, and then that's when the creature kind of comes. Like, and you don't, you see, it's like pretty big. Like yeah. it's a big creature, and it comes in like drags this guy away, and then. The captain goes after him, and they pull that guy back, and then he pulls away the captain, and then Nora goes after him. Um, so there's all kinds of craziness. There's crazy stuff going on. So then the, the monster thing comes and grabs the captain and then, like, starts dragging him up too fast or, like, he's going to, you know, basically explode because he's ascending too fast. Get the bends. Mm-hmm. And Nora's hanging on there, um, but then he, like, makes her let go, and then he, like, basically blows up. So she gets separated from the rest of the people. So she goes to like another one of the old rigs and uh, and manages to find like an old suit, and then she doesn't know where the other people are. So she starts walking along the bottom of the ocean, and then she sees the other girl and is like, "Hey, wait up!" and runs up to her and she's dragging the other guy along. And so at this point, like that one girl's kind of lost it because I mean you got to think the psychological impact of like realizing you're on the bottom of the ocean uh, in complete darkness. Uh, 
this thing's trying to kill you. Yeah, like, and you can tell, like, she's clearly pretty freaked out. And your boyfriend is dying. Too, yeah. So. Yeah, it's just kind of bad all around. Mm-hmm. So they're like, all right, we're going to make it. So we're, we're getting close to the robot. So they start going, and then they realize as they're getting close that there's all these creatures hanging from underneath, like, the to where the door is. Yeah. And they don't have legs. No, and they're just like kind of like, yeah, it's like they're all stuck to the top and kind of sleeping. So they're kind of like quietly trying to like sneak through it. And then they realize, uh, well, the one guy's alarm, his o- the oxygen alarm starts going off. And it wakes up and then the monster like swallows Nora, which was pretty cool. And the other girl and, you know, she just takes off with the guy. And then Nora uses like a, what, like a flare gun to kill the creature because she was like inside it and then uses a flare gun to get out of it. So she hurries up. And um, and when she fires the flare again, you look in the distance and you see this huge creature, like bigger than, I mean, it's completely unimaginable. It's bigger than the robot. Yes. So she kind of realized like all these little things are spawns of this bigger creature. And what is the bigger creature? Well, it's not really confirmed because there's like there's two possibilities. Yeah. There- so it's either uh, Cthulhu or another yeah, old like guy. Riley. But, I mean, even in the synopsis it says it's Cthulhu. So that's kind of the surprise we were referencing. Like, at this point I knew nothing about it. I don't think you had read anything about it. And Because no. then I remember looking over at you and I was like, Joe, who is that? What is that? You know what it is. And like, there was just this kind of look in your eye that you realized that what it is. Because you, I mean, you've read a little bit of H.P. Lovecraft. You read, like, you gave me a short stories book and mm-hmm. finished it. Good. Yep. So you realize, like, oh my god, like, this is the old god, Cthulhu. Uh, and again, no one knew this. Like, this is just a surprise that the fact that this is a Lovecraftian movie, uh, which was pretty awesome. So they, they're inside the Roebuck at this point, and they're kind of running through, and they find some escape pods. So they get the sick guy in the escape pod, and then um, Nora realizes that the third escape pod is damaged. So she tells the one girl, to like, all right, you got to get in this in this escape pod and then they start kind of fighting and I like how she punches her in the face to <laughs> yeah. get her to stop fighting which which is, that's the way to go like sometimes you gotta do it so she punches her in the face and so they send the two escape pods up and then she realizes that like Cthulhu is like sending all of the other creatures after the escape pods so Nora goes and then overloads the reactor yeah and blow, blows everything up yeah she kills Cthulhu mm-hmm. yeah we think so yeah yeah, this was pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who knows? He might be dead, I don't know. I figure if he's been around, like, what, hundreds of thousands of years, he's probably pretty tough to kill. But I don't know. We'll never know. So, uh... Unless they have a sequel. That's true. Underwater 2. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Uh, so... And then that's the end of the movie. And you kind of learn, like, with news clippings at the end that, um... The other two did make it up to the top, and there was all these denials of, you know, anything happening, and then you start seeing that they're rebuilding the drilling rig. So ideally thinking, like, this is all going to happen again. And that is the end. Yeah. And they still have the the rabbit. Yeah. Yes. In the end. Yeah. Bunny made it. Yeah. Yeah, the stuffed, or not stuffed bunny, made it it's to like the end. like a Schrodinger's rabbit. Mmm. Very clever. All right. 
So that is our uh, all over the place and quick review of Underwater. Joe, what did you think about Underwater? I enjoyed the, the surprise because I, I didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. I just thought, uh, hey, this is a cool movie with weird monsters because like it's at the bottom of the Mariana Trench and we don't know what's down there. Yep. So it could just be weird fish things, but it's Cthulhu. Down there. It's true. Like none of us really know what's at the bottom of the trench. Like there's not really a way to know because the pressure is so great. Yeah. I mean, we might have. There might be Cthulhu at the bottom of the Mariana Trench. We don't know. That's true. I, I don't know if I'd be happy with that. No, I don't. I kind of feel like we don't want to know. Yeah. Yeah. But I enjoyed the movie. I liked it. Good. I'd like to watch it again. Cool. I. I'm glad you liked it because I liked it a lot. And we did do an episode of Fresh Cuts on Underwater and we all liked it as well. There's a squirrel. There's a squirrel outside. Not as exciting as when the bouncing ball was going by on no. our previous episode. Um, but yeah, it was, a, it was a cool movie. Unfortunately, like I don't think enough people saw it. And I think a lot of people might have ignored it just because of Kristen Stewart. I think people still unnecessarily crap all over her because of the Twilight movies. But both her and Robert Pattinson have shown that they're incredibly good actors. Um, you just got to give them a chance. So I think that's a reason why a lot of people didn't watch this movie. Um, and yeah, so I don't really understand the the negative review, reviews because it was really well made. It was good performances. It, there's plenty of action. And it's I think it's a lot of fun. And it's one of my favorites of the year. Yeah. So still, I think it's in my top ten maybe still because I, I really enjoyed it. So... Yeah, anything else you want to say about Underwater? No. I I don't think they should do a second movie. I don't think they're planning on it. If they are, I don't think they should. Yeah, they can just let it. Let it be what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think they would since it didn't make that much money either. Because I think it was a pretty big budget. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, it says the budget was between 50 and 80 million and the box office only made 40 million. So they're definitely not going to make another one. But it was I thought it was a really cool movie. And again, get over the attitude of uh, Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson. Pattinson's already proven himself numerous times that he's good. And so is Kristen Stewart. If you haven't seen Personal Shopper from, I think, two years ago, she was fantastic in that. So go ahead and check that out. I'm not going to show you that one yet, but we'll watch that one in a, in a couple of years. It's okay. a good movie. So that is 2020's Underwater. Yeah, it was a good movie. Cool. Well, so far, I feel like we're batting... I mean, so if this is episode number five, I feel like... We think. Yeah, we think. It's either four or five. I don't know. But we're kind of batting 100% right now. Because we haven't watched anything that you've really disliked, right? No. So that's good. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, as kind of mentioned, so our next episode is going to be 2001 A Space Odyssey. Which I'm excited for. Yeah, I'm excited to watch that one. I haven't seen it in a long time. So, and I know you've wanted to watch that one for a while. And then we're going to talk about 1994's The Crow, which uh, people of my generation, that's one of our, it was pretty much all of our favorite movie back in the, in the 90s. It's a cool movie. It's Brandon Lee's last movie, so that's Bruce Lee's son. And he died during the filming of the movie. Whoa. So it kind of feeds into the, the Lee family curse because Bruce Lee also died while doing a movie, so his dad. So, uh, But it's a cool movie. I'm really excited to watch that one. So with that, 
we're done. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, we're just a little over 30 minutes, so that's pretty good. We're keeping things lean and short. That is good. Yeah. And uh, again, we just want to thank everyone for tuning back in. I know, uh, who knows, maybe this isn't a good podcast, uh, but we enjoy doing it. So that's really all that matters. It's just a way for us to spend more time together and watch more movies. And we really do appreciate it when people do listen. Uh, we have gotten some good feedback from some folks, so please send us your feedback. Good or bad. Yes. We good. don't care. Yeah, we, we want both on yeah. how we can improve. And again, we're just kind of having fun with our kind of terrible walkthroughs of the movie that skip a lot of things and are a little disjointed, but it's kind of fun. Yeah, it is. So it's, it's our thing. Do we have something to tell? Or no. listeners? No, but there will be some news about the show coming up, so just got to stay tuned in the upcoming episodes. We have an exciting announcement. Yeah. So, But uh, we're not going to reveal that right now. We can't tell you yet. Yeah, which is kind of a crappy thing to do. Be like, hey, something exciting is going on, and we'll see you later. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. But you'll just have to stay tuned for this announcement because uh, we're excited about that. Joe, any final words to say before we get out of here? Drink some water today. Okay. That's good advice. Uh, oh, and take your vitamins. Yeah, take your vitamins. Yeah. Wash your hands. Mm-hmm. So that's still a good one. Wear a mask. Yeah, yeah. That's a good thing to do when you're going out, out in the public. It's really smoky here in Colorado. There's like three fires going right now. Yeah. There, it used to be, it was two a day, like two days ago. No. And then there's another one, so. Yeah, it's pretty unpleasant outside, so. If you're in Colorado right now, I think you can probably empathize that the air quality is bad. You know, I can feel it in my throat and my nose. It feels kind of gross out. We can look at the sun, like, later in the day. It's yeah. So, it's so smoky. Yeah, the skies are red and it's really smoky and you can't see the mountains anymore. Mm-hmm. So, it's nasty. So, uh, on top of all the other things we said, uh, don't start fires. And Only you can prevent forest fires. That's true. Yeah, listen to Smokey the Bear. And again, we appreciate you guys tuning in with us. Please send us your feedback and have a good day. See you later. See you next time. Bye.